get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Blues with a victory last night in preseason game number three, three, two over the Columbus Blue Jackets. And joining us now is our own Jamie Rivers, who this year, starting this season, is going to be the TV analyst for the Blues on Ballet Sports. Rivs, good morning. How are you doing? Good, Randy. How are you guys doing? Everything's great. What do you think of what you've seen so far, whether it be practice or the games? I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, this group, I can tell you what, with Braden Shen at the helm now as the captain, this group is extremely focused on coming back this year and you know making last year an anomaly. And the attitude in camp has been fantastic. The energy is high. You can tell that these guys are really pulling for each other. And the one thing that I like is the intensity in camp right now guys are getting after it and guys are they're competing for jobs you know we know craig Ruby and doug armstrong said that before training camp started but you often wonder like how much of that is true well in talking to both the head coach and the gm there's competition for sure for spots in the roster and there's young guys trying to make an impression we've got nick ritchie who's certainly he's trying to get a contract out of all this and process of elimination it's created really good competition up there well, Jamie, we first of all thank you for waking up with us. I know you uh, you probably aren't used to getting up this early and, and dealing with us uh, media. Harry folks. Davis, please. Uh, <laughs> up at five thirty today. Well, we didn't. I, I, I didn't know because we missed morning. you last week. We were we were looking for you and we couldn't find you. I was at the gym, Carrie. Uh, well, oh, right. okay. We'll make sure we, we we make sure we call you earlier next time so we can get you on the line. <laughs> you were talking about Nick Ritchie and and potentially making this roster. If he does make the roster, who is the odd man out? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, look, as of right now, I, I can't say definitively who's on the outside looking in. It's too early. And I don't believe everybody's had a fair shake yet. You know, Nick Richards, Nick Richards had a bit of an advantage. He's played two games already for the Blues, and I would anticipate that he's going to play maybe all of them because this coaching staff and, and the general manager are going to want to make sure of what they've got before they sign him. But if he does make the team, I think just an educated guess as guys like Mackenzie McEachern, uh, Nathan Walker, you know, these guys, not that they're at risk, it's just that they're fighting for their jobs. So Nick Ritchie would go into the pot with those guys as guys competing for the fourth line opportunity and anybody else for that matter. Look, Jake neighbors, I anticipate him being a big part of this team, but for whatever reason, if he doesn't have a great camp, you know, he still has the ability to get sent down to the American hockey league to continue to, you know, mature and develop without having to lose him on waivers whereas Mackenzie McEachern and Nate DeWalker and Nick Ritchie would all have to go through waivers, and the opportunity for somebody else to take them would be there. But I'd say that all those guys are kind of in the same mix right now, fighting for that spot. 
it always seems to work itself out. Somebody always rises to the top, and it actually usually makes the decision pretty easy by the end of camp. Jamie, I wanted to ask you about Tory Krug addressing media members yesterday. It seemed like he really wanted to clear the air and also address to fans about why he wants to be here in St. Louis. Obviously, we saw everything that happened this past summer with the no-trade clause, and it seemed like there was a lot going on with that. So what was your takeaway with everything that he said yesterday? I loved it. I honestly did. I thought it showed leadership, uh, accountability, all those things. Because, look, we were all talking about it, and then we have to continue to use the word allegedly because nobody really knows what happened. Well, Tory Krug took that right out of the air yesterday, answered all the questions, was very honest. He said that it did affect him personally. He's a human being, and how could it not hurt your feelings or affect you and your family? I mean, it, it would, to all of us, we'd feel a little bit slighted at the time. But he also said that he signed with the St. Louis Blues for seven years because he wanted to play here in St. Louis. He loves the team. He loves the city. He loves wearing the blue note. I mean, what else do you want to hear from a player that, you know, we, we always talk about David Perron. Well, he just wanted to be a blue. He just wanted to stay here. Well, now we've got Tory Krug that's saying the same thing. I want to be a blue. I want to stay here. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's all water under the bridge at this point. I was thrilled with what he said and how he said it. And I think the fans should love the fact that he said it that way. But now Tory Cruz got to go up there and play. He knows it. He talked about lack of execution last year. He talked about not making uh, all the right plays. He talked about trying to win every game by himself. And he's going to change that. You know, his resume speaks for itself. And I would anticipate a really good turnaround for Tory Krug. Jamie Rivers with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. You'll also hear him in the fast lane. The Blues are taking on the Blackhawks tomorrow night. You'll hear that one at 630 here on 101 ESPN. Jamie, we have been spoiled here, and you played with some of these guys, but we've been spoiled by number one defensemen like Pronger and McKinnis and Bo Meester and Petro for such a long time. And uh, that's been a big part of the Blues' really good defense. But we've also seen good defenses. You've played on good defenses that didn't have that alpha number one defenseman, which I think we can all agree that the Blues don't have. How do you become a good defense unit without having that number one guy? Well, you become a pack of hungry dogs out there, and you defend at all costs. You, know, you, you have to make sure that you know, your, your partner and you are in sync. The chemistry is good. But, Randy, the game has changed so much now to the fact to where, you know, just having a one shutdown guy or a two shutdown guy, it's not enough. You need five guys on the ice that work together. Teams have just gotten too good offensively. There's so much skill on the ice that expecting one or two guys to shut down the opposition just isn't realistic anymore. So, for me, you know, the way the game is trending already is defending with a pack mentality, and I think that's what you have to do. And that's the biggest thing is you got to work hard, compete. If you're not going to compete, like you can't defend. And Carrie, you know this from your, like defense isn't fun. It's more fun to score the points. It's more mm-hmm. fun to get the touchdown. It's more fun to do all that stuff. So when you play defense, like it's it's a frame of mind that you have to get in. And so for me, I think the Blues have the horses to do it. I actually I know they do. Now it's the fact that they've got to just wrap their brains around being absolutely tenacious out there and not giving the, the, the opponent a moment to breathe. And that, for me, is the biggest thing. So you can have your alpha defenseman, but if the rest of the guys don't buy in, it doesn't work. So for me right now, 
being a unit of five out there, defending at all costs, and wanting to play defense will make this team better. And oh, by the way, the Blues do have the personnel to play the best defense, and that's by having the puck. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, that solves a lot of problems, Randy. The other team can't <laughs> score if they don't have the puck. Right. And you know what? That's funny you say that because last year that was a big problem for the the Blues. They had so many opportunities off the rush, which it's exciting for us, the fans. You know, you see three guys ripping down the ice and tic-tac-toe in the puck, and then they take a shot on that, but they miss the net, and they give the puck away. And now you got to defend, and you have no sustained offensive zone time. You have no opportunity to wear down the opposition. You have no opportunity to establish a puck possession game. It works against you, and that's exactly what happened last year with the Blues, and that's exactly why the Blues have gone and acquired personnel in the offseason that are going to help them change that style of game. It's going to be a lot more in the offensive zone, controlling the puck, cycling the puck down low, taking it to the net front. We're already seeing it in preseason that this looks a little bit different. It really does. And I, I know that you obviously are close with Craig Berube. How does he feel about this group right now? Because it seems like this is more getting back to what he likes. We were talking about yesterday, a heavier roster. I'm sure he's happy with what he's seeing, even though it's just preseason, what he's seeing so far from these guys. Yeah, Coach Berube, he's he's still a little guarded in his praise this early. <laughs> yeah. But, he, you know, he, he's very careful with where he, he dishes out the praise this early in camp. But that being said, yeah, he likes the group. He thinks that the culture is really good. He feels like the, the room has reestablished itself as a close, tight-knit group. He likes the way they're practicing. He likes the intensity at the, the way the guys are practicing. He's a lot of the positive things. And just like we talked about, he's like, we've got some big bodies that can handle the puck out here. It's going to change our game substantially. Jamie, I think you and I are, are like-minded, and I think Craig Berube is as well. So if the defense isn't performing well enough, who's going to keep you two from going over the boards and, and checking someone? <laughs> yeah. I, we'd have to catch them first, Kerry. Uh, okay. There you, go. <laughs> you know, um, I'm sure we could do some damage if they'd stand still for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We get a little older. We don't, I don't move think as fast. Do that. Yeah, they still moving. They're young men. We're not. I get it. Yep. <laughs> Ribs, we'll hear you this afternoon, and we'll uh, we're looking forward to the season on Bally Sports. Can't wait for that. You're going to do great work, and we're very excited for you and about you. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you every hump day here on the opening drive. All right, guys. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much for having me. You guys have a great morning. All right, brother. You too. Thanks. Take care. That's Jamie Rivers on 101 ESPN.